This is Series Finale Podcast, live from Somerville, Massachusetts. <laughs> 55 Cherry Street. Come on, check it out. <laughs> Apartment 20144, yeah. the only podcast where three comedians talk about the final episode of a show they've never even, even seen. seen. And definitely come check this place out, because we're definitely still here, still living here. <laughs> so... Come approach whoever send lives Send us here. mail. Yeah. Send us a lot of stuff. Food. Come, Just come right in. Don't yeah. even knock. Send us death threats. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do that. The boys <laughs> are back in town. All right. So to this week's episode, we watch American Crime Story. Colon. The, the assassination of Gianni, of Gianni Versace. Versace. All right. It is the final episode of season two of American Crime Story. <laughs> a lot of people would argue that what we watched was definitely not a finale. What do you guys? How do you guys answer your critics? Right up. I would up. say they're probably correct. <laughs> I'd say that I'm not even going to say we did do it correctly, but we did what we wanted. Okay? Yeah, right. Which makes us kind of like a pop runk, pop runk, pop runk, <laughs> punk pop. Hey, you, that's what I did last episode. Yeah, pop punk sort of podcast. Yeah, and we're like, what people want. We're like Blink 55 Cherry Street. It is in <laughs> honor of Gianni Versace, who a lot of people said, oh, they, we talked about him all the time because he had so much money, he could be gay and live the way he wanted to. And we live the way we want to. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And if you like this episode, make sure you check out our Patreon, which is series finale Patreon slash Patreon.com. And it's That's not what it nope, is, but it's, it's fine. You'll Patreon. find it. Patreon.com slash series finale. Bob, my, my <laughs> speaking is tough right now, but that's all right. <laughs> we and do a bonus episode once a week. Yeah, yeah it's five bucks a month, and it's great. Yeah. So please check us out. Now, uh, a lot of I when when you suggested the show, Jack, yeah. to watch, I was a little apprehensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a couple of reasons. First of all, where our show is called Series Finale, and I pointed out that this was actually not a series finale. <laughs> but I was like, let's try it. And the other reason I was apprehensive was because the executive producers on this show in the first season, which was about O.J. Simpson, mm-hmm. are the same executive producers who make American Horror Story. And I love American Horror Story. It is one of my favorite TV programs I would call trash TV. It's like lewd and it's like stupid. And so I expected uh, this to be just like that. Right. And what instead I got was maybe uh, a short film that I would give <sighs> like uh, I would give like an A grade to. Yeah, it was beautiful. It w- this was incredible. This blew me away. I'm so surprised that you guys are that obsessed with it. It I was in shock watching it, how good it was. Now, yeah. I hated it initially because I famously hate sci-fi and I hate true crime. Because uh-huh. I think yes. we live in an ahistorical era. And I think it's a shame <laughs> that we waste so much stuff on like, oh, we'll make a biopic of this guy who is alive when most people who are living are alive. They're watching just the news. You know, I'm saying, let's make something about William Howard Taft. Make something about old school guys. Sure. Real crime. Right. Leonardo instead, DiCaprio is going to be in a movie about H.H. H. Holmes and he's a serial killer for from like the 1900s. HIV, HIV, Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's good. He I'm, used I'm to hang to out with Easy all the time. <laughs> right, right. If do you think that, so you're okay with true crime if it's from anything before 1950? Yes, because the other thing is a really nerdy, like, 
criticism that I hate is when people are like, oh, it wasn't accurate. It wasn't true. Who cares? It's TV. It's not supposed to be true. Yeah. But if you do something from the 1890s, no one's around. We got no clue what's true. Like, you know what would be a great true crime episode? Fatty Arbuckles when he sits on that girl. <laughs> like, right, did right. he do it? And do it dead serious. Get like an actor. <laughs> right. Have him sit on this girl. The fallout. You have a vaudeville like scene. Tough to go out for the audition for Fatty Arbuckles. That would have been an incredible star-making dramatic turn for gold Chrissy Farley. <laughs> he could have been amazing. Black. Jack Black. Jack Black could still do it. Jack Black is not fat enough. Stolen he would have Alex. stolen Alex. Right, have to, right. He'd have to wear a suit. <laughs> the Bobby Bakalov fat suit. <laughs> <laughs> I, is, I can't, is that really yes, true? Bobby Bakalov wore a fat suit. Wow. He was heavy set, but he was not fat enough. He was not <laughs> thick with two C's. <laughs> <laughs> this, this show, you know what's interesting about the show? I looked it up a little bit. The Versace family was very annoyed that they were making it. They were like, oh, this is inappropriate. It's not right. Like, a lot of the, the facts are false, uh-huh. which is your big criticism. People do that, right? But they were also very happy with who was, po- who was chosen to portray them. Oh, really? Like, Gianna, the, the, the woman Versace. Donatella. Donatella Versace. She apparently was very annoyed that the show came out, but she was like, I appreciate Selma Hayek being the woman who's playing me. That's pretty good. That was good. Selma Hayek? That was Selma Hayek? Yeah, I think so. The blonde-haired Italian woman? I think that was either... Or, Maybe. No, Sal, who's Selma the, Hayek might have been in the show, but I don't think she was Donatella. No, no, it was... It might not have been Selma Hayek. Who's the other... Penelope Cruz. Yes, oh, okay, that you're yeah, correct yeah. about. Right, yeah. right. It was Penelope Cruz, and she was like very like, oh, that's nice. And so was <laughs> the Ricky Martin character. The guy was like, this is all based in, this isn't true. Because the Ricky Martin character supposedly dies at the end of this episode. Is that the gay guy who's like the who's, accomplice? He, he was like a lover of Versace. He was a lover of Versace. Versace. He was Jew. He oh, was, the, that's Ricky Martin? Yes. Oh, amazing, wow. right? He won a daytime Emmy for it. Yeah, he, he was, this it. was a daytime Emmy show? Or he won an Emmy, Emmy. for it. Yeah, yeah. They got uh, so many Emmys. Yeah, too many Emmys. <laughs> but he, he, he again was like, this is inappropriate. They don't p- portray the facts. But he was like, but I'm pretty happy with Ricky Martin. <laughs> uh, Zach, why don't you give us a, a broad BSB. strokes breakdown of the show? Yeah. BSB, this is the assassination. Um, Andrew Quainon. Andrew Kananen. Kananen. Shoots and kills Versace. Goes back home. Is constantly in a houseboat watching the story unfold. The pursuit unfold. That he can't get off the island. He calls his dad to try and get out. His dad tries to sell his life story and <laughs> pimp it out on the news. And then the police come get him, and he shoots himself in the throat, in yeah. the head. Yeah, pretty. In the sad. back of the head twice. And this is this this actually <laughs> could have been a Clinton joint. Yeah, <laughs> this was shocking to me because the way the first scene of the episode is Versace getting murdered. Yeah, and to me that was really interesting because I knew that the first season of American. American crime or it's whatever. It's Ron Goldman getting murdered by O.J. Simpson? No, yeah. <laughs> well, the first season is the whole trial that takes place, and it's all the build-up throughout the trial, right? So It was I, a hit. It was it. Yeah. Cuba Gooding Jr. played O.J. Simpson. But then they... David Schwimmer played... Uh, did we watch that, or do we watch yeah, a we different O.J. thing? Um, we watched like the finale. We watched it, right? that. We watched that. I think on this very program. I think didn't we? <laughs> I no, know. we didn't. I didn't watch an OJ show with you guys. We oh, didn't maybe do it for not. Patreon or something. I don't know. Never mind. But but that was what was interesting. Was this show was just specifically about the murder. I didn't know that Quainon had killed himself at the end, so I assumed it was like the trial of Quainon. I didn't also know that Versace was a person. I don't know anything about <laughs> fashion, you know? I That makes me think, is Balenciaga a person? Like, who knows? Who's Balenciaga? Balenciaga is that f- famous hype beast-like brand. That, oh, like, okay. They just put Balenciaga on a shirt, and it's like $400. <laughs> they have these shoes that look like socks that are $700. Is there it's a like, guy named Andrew Supreme? 
Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Old Andy Supps. <laughs> Do you guys care about fashion at all? No, I Absolutely. think fashion is really stupid. Oh, fashion <laughs> is great. That's why I'm always in the nicest threads. The nicest threads. That's why I got my Jimmy Kimmel Live shirt on <laughs> and these jeans, which I got for $13 at Marshall's. I, I was actually stunned in high school when someone told me that fashion changes. Because, like, I normally <laughs> shop at, like, Target, Kohl's, and Macy's. So I was like, oh, it's always, like, polo shirts and like <laughs> monochrome dress shirts yeah. like what is different i don't get it <laughs> but it all you know what's interesting about fashion it always comes back around oh that's good <laughs> like the 90s are in now dressing like a grungy you know kurt cobain type guy. dressing yeah dressing you know yeah but this guy has made millions of dollars off of Versace dresses and stuff like that, I guess. And he was very gay. He dressed the stars. He liked to dress Princess Diana. Really? Yeah. He killed her. Wow. <laughs> she was <laughs> she, she was at the funeral, I think. Oh, she was? Yeah. She was one of the attendees of the Versace he funeral. He did not attend her funeral. A uh, little rude. <laughs> <laughs> she attended his. He didn't go to hers. That's... Oh. I Typical wonder, caddy, very caddy. Little rude. That's how the people are. So that was another thing that's weird about the show. Is that's like, a great joke. I might start doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like if I'm at a funeral, I'll be like, hey, I hope he attends mine. <laughs> oh, can I, let me tell my black bean burger joke. Please. Oh, this is a killer. Okay. All right, so you're ordering a veggie burger, right? <laughs> this yeah. is like, gags you was say, that. You say the veggie burger, and then she's like, okay, veggie burger. Say, yeah, I'll have it medium rare. <laughs> <laughs> that kills. That's pretty good. Yeah, the that's medium good. rare veggie burger. I, I like copyright that. that. I copy. If any Hollywood writers are listening, <laughs> don't take it. From I me. like that. That's pretty good. Andrew Cunanan. Uh, I love the name Cunanan. Yeah, too. he's played by an uh, ca- uh, actor we recently roasted on the episode Glee. Really? Yes. Puck. That, that's the <laughs> get out of here. That's um, the the. The white kid's boyfriend. He is half Filipino, just like his character. Oh. Yeah. That you guys were like, he's ugly. And then I did a poll about it, and he was very much the hotter one out I of the couple. I still think he's ugly. His face is very big. Was he, wait, was he, was he Bean or Big Mouth or whatever? What was it? It was, I forget what it was called. I forget the nicknames. but um, Softy and Hung Guy. <laughs> it doesn't matter. But Andrew Cunanan, he uh, is Kunani. an... Ass- Andrew Cunanan, <laughs> he's an associate of Vers- Gianni Versace, and the old, the old time people are kind of speculating how much they know each other and stuff like that. He right. kills Gianni Versace, and then the most of the rest of the episode, he is on the run from the consequences of this. Desperately, he's starving. He can't get any food. Yeah. He's eating dog food. He tries to just he tries to get out all different kinds of ways. He tries to drive out, but they've set up police checkpoints, and he can't get out that way. Right. So he has to go back to the houseboat. And then he tries to he tries to board a boat to like sail out of there, but he somebody comes aboard the boat. He has to get out of there quick. He goes back to the houseboat, and the entire time authorities are kind of closing in on him. I didn't really understand this part too much because is Miami on a on an island? I think Miami is right on the bottom of Florida. Yeah, maybe he's like. Yeah, I don't know. In a part of Miami that's like completely surrounded by water, you know. Right, right. Because it seemed it was very stressful with him like trying to get off the island. Like you could do that in New York City, City Island, Staten Island. There are all these islands that yep. can be blocked. Manhattan Island, but yeah, Long Island, Queens, all everywhere's an island. Hey, we're New Yorkers now, so yeah, we get it. Jeffrey Epstein's <laughs> Island. <laughs> that, that's where you should have gone to. You would have found been, safe haven there. They would have been fine. Baby, with them there. safe haven. <laughs> <laughs> 
He would have gotten there, and then the feds would have showed up, and they'd be like, you know what? We're not actually too worried about what you did anymore. This seems pretty <laughs> fucked up what he's got going on. The show, it doesn't have... A lot of it has like no dialogue. You're just mm-hmm. watching Andrew Kunan and sort of trying to get out of the situation, but failing silently. And it's shot incredibly well, and you feel a lot of sympathy a for him. A ton of the show is done us overhearing scenes that were acted for the show that are coming through various televisions right. that he's watching. Yeah. It's a lot of television broadcasts. I was wondering if those broadcasts were created for the show or if they were just showing broadcasts from the 90s. The QVC subplot is definitely oh, yes. for the show. Yeah. That's right. That's but right. Th- that, no, because she was married to one of the guys he killed. No, I yeah, know. But, but I'm like, saying that the oh. footage they used was definitely right, created right, for right, the right, show. Right, 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 right. John Paul, you, you would have actually been of age to remember this. No, it was 1977. No, 1997. Oh, it was? Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't that like long. Yeah, I actually was standing right there. (laughs) Wait. Uh huh. I was in Miami to. uh, I was there to see. uh, (laughs) I was there to see the Dolphins. uh, Dan Marino wreck the Patriots. (laughs) Wow. Um, Wait, but do you remember this at all on the news? No. Don't no. remember it all. So this, but I was like, this some fucking Italian homo died. Who gives a shit? <laughs> His Italianness <laughs> came up. There was like suspicion it was done by the mob. Yeah, Italianness really? came up. But also his sexuality comes up a lot. And the whole show, it is also kind of a lens as to how people treated gay people in 1997, which apparently was not great. No, it was bad. And that was in that scene where Ricky Martin's at the funeral, and like he's. He oh. like reaches for the priest's hands or whatever, and the priest takes his hands away. It was fucking completely icism. Yeah, it was horrible. It was horrible. Dunked on his ass. Yeah, the way that the Ricky Martin is tr- treated is horrible throughout the whole show. That's wild. That was Ricky Martin. I can't yeah. believe that. He did a great job. He was great. He's handsome as hell. Oh, Ricky Martin. Yeah, always been good looking. Living a vita caca. Yeah, <laughs> uh, my dad would like was like refused to believe he was gay for a long time. Why? <laughs> he just didn't. He was like, I've got you know the. The span, the Latin people have pop representation. He was like, "There's no way he's gay." Look but by the time Ricky Martin had come out of the closet, it was dude, like nine years after that song, dude, the fucking La Vida Loca. Who was he dancing with? A chick. <laughs> he just <laughs> didn't think that Ricky Martin was gay. He was he like? He didn't I, I, it. Was he like Latin men? kind of like Arab men. Like we get a little sexual <laughs> with men, but it's not gay. It's just like. Part of the thing, right? Who knows? He just didn't want to. Believe. He just was like he was a little crestfallen. He just he took it. Well, tell him to get his head out of 1997. Ooh. We moved on. Does your dad consider the greatest tragedy of the early <laughs> 2000s Ricky Martin's gayness? <laughs> what year did Ricky come? He out? said if gay Ricky Martin was on those planes, that nothing would have happened. <laughs> that gay Ricky Martin would have would have solved it. Wow. So that though, but the Donatello Versace, she is. Ricky Martin is like, okay, well, you know, my boyfriend of like 20 years is dead now, and but he promised me a home and like some financial Said security. Said I'd be taken care of. Yeah, and, and Donatello Versace is like, no, no, <laughs> sorry, dog, not going to happen. I think this kind of stuff happens all the time, gay or straight, though. Really? If, yeah, if, if people stand if to sh- inherit millions of dollars, and if there's a way that this guy is not legally entitled to anything, and they right. see an outlet to be able to just seize money. But you're supposed to just treat people well. But they, people never do, ever. It, if your long-term boyfriend came up and was like, Zach died and he offered me all this stuff and I was supposed to inherit it, I would just be like, 
All right. That's what you think now. <laughs> but then you're like, well, this well, guy's dead I, anyway. And yeah. if I had 300 grand, like I wouldn't work. I mean, yeah. hopefully I'd you would, be uh, you'd have way tenants. more than that in the Patreon by the time you're done. Well, it yeah. sounded like unless <laughs> yeah. she was lying, that he was really bad with money and, and spent way right. too much. The right. idea is that there are legal protections in place for straight people. and For straight married people. For straight married Not people. Not for the polyamorous. I really, that's why I think the polyamorous are the most persecuted <laughs> sexual minority out there. <laughs> Gross. Get over it. Move on. <laughs> but no, that that was like a sad scene. It's a lot of sad scenes. But you thought that Andrew Cuomo, what was his name? Andrew Cunanan. Well, Andrew I Cunanan. don't want to victim blame here, but if I did about Andrew. Go, take it take for a spin. Let me, let, me, let me take for a spin victim blaming here. Gianni <laughs> Versace should have made arrangements for Ricky Martin in real life. The real life Ricky Martin. <laughs> <laughs> and he could have. He could have transferred property to him. He could have put money in a trust. He could have been putting things in his name. Right, yeah. right. And but he wasn't like dying of cancer or anything. He got murdered, so he had no idea. Right, you well, don't see that I coming. I mean, come on. Everybody needs a will. That's what Dave Ramsey says. <laughs> I have already willed my one-third of the Patreon. I've, <laughs> wow. I've carved it up. It's really? written down. Yep. Who, who does it go to? Don't it, say it. It goes to uh, Kevin Quigley. There will nice. be a, a fighting court over which one. <laughs> but it goes to one of the two. I know which one I should go to, dude. Oh, boy. Um, the one who likes me. Oh, God. <laughs> wow, we talk about that in an earlier episode. That's interesting. <laughs> so the whole being gay... I, that was another thing, too, is I did not realize Kunanen was considered a serial killer, is considered a spree killer. He killed four people. Six. Oh, Jesus. Wow. You know, he killed six people, and it was like... They, he had sort of tenuous connections to... Uh, like He, he didn't clearly ha- had issues. He... He did not have that big of a connection, I don't think, to Versace. It seems like Versace just scorned him one night by, like, refusing to have sex with him. Yeah, yeah. but not even really scorned him. It's Tried not, to give him good advice and be right. like, I want to be a mentor to you. If I have sex with you, then you'll always think I was just trying to have sex with you. But really, kid, I want to show you that Your you can do this. Your interpretation of the show is that they never had sex? Yes. Okay. Do you think they had sex? I don't know. They came pretty really close tell. on that stage. But but you're right. Versace was like no, and that was un- that was surprising. I didn't know any of that happened. But the well, whole it might not have. I mean, it was, could be a fictional show. That's true, and we don't have really proof of anything. We haven't read anything else about it. What did you think about his dad, the the Filipino yes. guy? I loved it. I'm starting in my old age, like post the era of Trump. What I am taking away from the era of Trump is I love, I love a shuckster. (laughs) I want to read this new book about P.T. Barnum. Just lying, lying your way through everything, getting stuff. He created the word midget. Bigger lies. Yeah. Yeah. And like just going (laughs) insane. How did he come up with it? Uh, it's something like a midge fly or something like that. They, and he called these like these people are like they're like the flies. They're midgets, <laughs> or something like that. Wow, he's hilarious. And uh, <laughs> so that's what this guy is. He gets a son, a distressed call from his son. Says he'll come to get there. He immediately goes to the press and tries to sell the guy's life story. I love it. That's true. Andrew Cunanan, after he murders Gianni Versace, he's trying to get out of town, but everywhere he goes, he's finding he's being like stopped in some way. He's getting desperate. He's running out of food. He's eating dog food. He's eating dog food and, to try to survive. And you used to eat dog dick, so... 
did you feel connected to? That's when I felt the most sympathy for Andrew Cunanan, I feel like. But at one point, he feels like he's really pushed to the absolute limit. And he actually, he calls his father. His father is outside the U.S., I believe. In Manila. In Manila. I'll fly over right away. There might still be some outstanding charges against me, but, but so what, huh? As soon as I put this phone down, I'll be on my way. Where are you? I'm still in Miami. Okay. I'm in a houseboat on 54th Street on Collins Avenue. I'll be there. 24 hours. I'm coming, do you hear me? I will find you, and I will hug you. I will hold you in my arms, like I used to, and it will all be okay. You promise? I promise. Now, pack some clothes, stay out of sight, and wait for me. You'll be ready to leave as soon as I arrive. Your time is up. Please deposit 25 I'm out of time. I'll be there soon. Do you hear me? Andrew, I'll be there soon. Damn dog. Very sad. I'm getting emotional watching it. I know. It. A- and then, <laughs> this is a very emotional scene, and about one minute later, he, you <laughs> well, see... Well, he goes back to the houseboat, and he does what his father says. He packs up some clothes. Mm-hmm. He packs up what he needs. Then he goes and sits down and reads by the light of the door, yeah. which I found interesting. Mm-hmm. What was he reading? I don't know. I'm sure it was known in another thing. It seems like a subplot is he's a young novelist. Oh, uh, right, because uh, he does talk about writing a play. It was a copy hustler. <laughs> I'm thinking of subscribing to Playboy. It's twenty five dollars a year. That's Way less. And it's Way some good articles. Better deal than issues? the fucking Boston Globe, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, apparently, if you buy Playboy at the newsstand, it's twenty four ninety nine each what? edition. Yeah. That's impossible. Is that no? Way. Well, it comes out every three months, and there's some serious articles in there. No. Okay. The autobiography of Malcolm X was first published <laughs> in Playboy. <laughs> this is the stuff that people don't talk about. Wow. Right, right. Uh, like Mayor Pete just did a Playboy interview. Everybody's in there. Wow. I'm surprised he didn't do a Playgirl interview. That would have been hot. I don't think Playgirl exists anymore. Playboy's like run by women now. It's Rest cra- in everything peace. is crazy now. <laughs> Playboy's like I don't know. So, so he waits by the door for his father, but what happens? His father goes on national television, does like an interview about how he's trying to sell the rights to his son's story. <laughs> yes. He wants to sell the rights to his son's story. He wants and he tells the interviewers, I know where Andrew is. We talk daily he lies he goes he we lies. talk daily we talk all the time his dad's a piece of shit his dad is a fucking complete piece of trash but i don't feel sympathy for kunanan though very at all i know i, mean, I feel sympathy six for people yeah why do you feel how do you feel sympathy? because everyone i've killed six people <laughs> yeah it happens all the time you think you're having sex and things get out of control it happens constantly <laughs> it, you, you never kill anybody during sexual activity? we're not talking about dogs that you bit their penises <laughs> off <laughs> no i do feel a lot of sympathy for andrew kunanan i feel like i cannot state enough how much I, i'm gonna watch this again you're going to watch I'm the gonna, whole show? No, I mean, I'm going to watch this episode again. Really? really? Yes. It was that good. The because cin- you downloaded it and don't need <laughs> Wi-Fi to stream it? <laughs> the cinematography of Andrew Cunanan kind of slurk, slinking around Miami trying to escape the the 
the the authorities closing on him the whole time. Mm. It was absolutely hypnotic to me. The music, the sound direction, the glow, the There's glow like of everything. Let me ask you, incredibly relaxed. What do you think me? of the fashion choices? <laughs> What's with Andrew Kunanin's? Outfits. He's not trying to look inconspicuous. He's showing up when he leaves the house he's in a yellow polo with matching it's yellow Miami, pants. Baby. It's right. very loud. A yellow hat. It's Miami. It's, that's the way they do things down there. He's got the. He's got like kind of like baggy pants that are tight around the waist. It looks good. It looks right. Good. It's come back around by now. It looks really good. So I was really blown away by just how pleasurable it was to watch the show. So you think if they remade like a, a documentary about Hitler but they had like cool cinematography, you might be a little more sympathetic to his experience. Well, I mean Andrew Cunanan supposedly killed six people. Hitler, Hitler supposedly killed, killed 6 million, million Jews. <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> Speaking of icons, uh <laughs> Uh, have you ever actually killed an icon, or have you been in the? Well, I just talked about how I killed a bunch of people. A right, minutes right, ago. that's true. But yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think everybody who's sort of like lived a life lived has a life killed an icon. Has killed an icon. Yeah, like for instance, I can tell you this: that I'm a I'm a Mexican American. Uh, I would say that I'm proud, but I am half white. <laughs> While I was a child, kids would mock me for being biracial, and I fell into depression. Oh. I graduated high school in 2001, but I felt no joy. I wasn't happy. What I wanted to be was just one race, and I knew what, what race I wanted to be. I wanted to be in the FBI, baby. I wanted to be a full-blooded Italian. Indian? Oh. <laughs> Close. I'm full-blooded Italian. I watched mob movies and TV constantly. <laughs> I knew I could be a great Italian because, like them, I was fat, stupid, lazy, and had a compulsion to commit crimes. In 2001, they were shooting a movie near my house that, that co-starred my idol, James Gandolfini, and it was called The Mexican. With my heritage, I was hired onto the crew as a racial consultant. <laughs> I approached James at a craft services where he was piling his plate high with spicy meats and gabagoo. <laughs> nice calves, I said. Hey, thanks. You know, your calves, they look good, too. <laughs> Minutes later, James was making love to me in his trailer. Wow. I wanted to be an Italian. Well, I had a little Italian in me that day. <laughs> we continued to hook up throughout the filming of the movie, and I fell deeply in love with James. He was top beef, and I was bottom beef. <laughs> James said the sex was amazing and that it was helping him stay in character as James was playing a gay hitman in the movie. That's real. Yeah. <laughs> James told me I would make a great Italian and I loved wearing track suits and loving my mother. <laughs> I even picked my new Italian name, Tony Barbieri. Wow. When the filming wrapped, James gave me his number and I told him I'd see him next week, but when I called, the number was disconnected. Oh. I approached James at the premiere of The Mexican, and he brushed me off. He said he only fucked me to stay in character, <laughs> and that I was no fucking Italian. <laughs> I freaked out crying and had to be dragged off the red carpet. <laughs> Mario Lopez laughed at me and called me queer in a non-empowering way. Whoa. <laughs> I stewed and obsessed, and in 2013, I traveled to Italy, where I dressed a waiter and poisoned Gandolfini's <laughs> gabagoo. He died that night. And I pissed on the Leaning Tower of Pisa, rejecting everything Italian for the rest of my days. <laughs> Wait, you know that Mario Lopez has some high-profile, like, trans remarks, right? Yeah, hey, Mario Lopez is recently canceled for being like, I don't think four-year-olds should be getting hormones. He's what? Yes. Like that piece of shit. <laughs> yes. 
Oh, uh, I'm not surprised that he would call me queer in that. Yes, in that it phrase. lines up with this because he also doesn't want kids to to <laughs> be trans. Be trans. Yes. I also that's monstrous. assassinated a local icon. What? But I did not do it. It was not a crime of passion. It was a crime for pay for me. Ooh. Bernie and Phil teamed up with Bob <laughs> from Discount Furniture and paid me $62.50 in Subway sandwich gift cards to kill Elliot <laughs> from Jordan's Furniture. Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> it turns out they had been scorned by his if the Red Sox have a no-hitter thing, <laughs> your furniture is completely free yeah wow. they could not keep up as bernie and phil had been doing discounts with the massachusetts pirates arena football team which it turned out <laughs> nobody used except very broke white trash so it was a poor <laughs> investment <laughs> so bob sent me in with one of his bobopedic mattresses directing me to put it over elliot's face and <laughs> smother him <laughs> to death <laughs> so i snuck into jordan's furniture and went to elliot's office which was of course <laughs> A permanent seat on the mom ride at Jordan's Furniture <laughs> outside of Avon, Massachusetts. I got behind Elliot, and I was ready to murder him. But he said, this is such a lovely time that I kissed him instead. Oh, my God. <laughs> and instead of using Bobopedic's Bobopedic mattress from Bob's <laughs> Discount Furniture, given to me by Bob from Bob's Discount Furniture, <laughs> to kill Elliot, I took Elliot up to a display bedroom and made love to him <laughs> <laughs> for hours. Wow. However, that is what actually killed him. Oh. Elliot was not heart healthy enough for sex. <laughs> and his ponytail got caught on one of the bed the bedposts. Oh no. And he was scalped oh. right in the middle of a display room on Jordan's Oh my god. Wow. Is it maybe also because you had HIV? That that would have killed him had he uh, not died due to wounds immediately. Which he his his kids were very upset about because he's famously a bug chaser, so he would have been <laughs> excited to know. Hey, for those of us who listeners who might not live in New England, can you explain what mom is? Oh, mom is motion. What is it? It's like a a movie theater ride <laughs> at a local furniture store. Yes. As people go to this furniture store to Dude. either watch movies or ride amusement park rides. They have a I find it extremely bizarre. It yeah. is bizarre, but anybody, <laughs> you get in the door, you see all those nice displays. That's all they need. You're so it's so expensive. I a recliner is like $700. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's absolutely insane. Yeah. How much is a van then? Uh, <laughs> Dude, my, my furniture setup in, the, in my van, if I got it at Jordan's, it would probably be like it would probably be like seven hundred and eighty on eight hundred bucks. It would be worth the, uh, the amount of the car. A living room <laughs> set from Jordan's for your van backseat. <laughs> so uh, I also killed an icon once too. I was a really great singer, and in, er, in the year two thousand five, my dreams began to come true. I got an audition on American Idol in front of Paula Abdul, Randy Jackson, and Simon Cowell. I was interviewed by Ryan Seacrest, and they found my backstory as drag queen Jackie Onassis to be perfect for the show. Nice. When I was letting it in, I sang Private Dancer. I'm your private dancer, a dancer for money, and neo music will do. And all the judges hated me and scorned me. <laughs> yeah. I was ashamed and embarrassed, and I ended up coming... On hard times, having to sell my act as Jackie Onassis and being made to leave the scene. I began sleeping in subways and plotting my revenge slowly. Slowly but surely, I got my life together. And finally, in 2015, I recovered enough, I recovered 
another audio tape. Oh, I received another audition on American Idol. I was very excited because finally my revenge to kill Simon, Paula, and Randy was coming true. Oh, my God. But when I walked in and began singing, it was not those three. It was only Mariah Carey, Nicki Minaj, and Randy Jackson. Because I had been on such hard times, I wasn't able to see the new new version of the show. (laughs) Yeah. I wasn't planning on this, but I shot Nikki and Mariah anyways. <laughs> but when I turned on Randy Jackson, he pulled out a gun himself and said, that's going to be a no for me, dog. Oh. And shot me twice. Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's an action-packed ending. Is Randy Jackson still on Idol? Yes, he's Good the only for one. Him, dude. But they're coming. They're, they're bringing them back or something, right? Yeah, I think so. I think so Randy Jackson must be so rich. After I killed Mariah and Nikki, they were like, let's get the old gang back together. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite Idol subplot was when Paula Abdul was sleeping with one of the contestants. Oh, yes. Like this guy in his early 20s. Yeah, yeah. She was, was banging great. him? Yeah. That was all over the tabloids. Us week. Conflict of interest. Yes, but he didn't make it very far. Because he was... <laughs> Tied down by Paula's Luha. <laughs> well, that's like kind Paula of, was like on painkillers. Yeah, she, she had, had a, a tough, tough mid two thousands for Paula. That would have been interesting too if like he had gone and killed her. That would have made great for this show. Oh, it would have been huge news. Yes, but it didn't happen unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the Versace, I again the the executive producers of the show also make American Horror Story, and that's like very schlocky and campy, and I really didn't feel that with this show at all. No. I felt like it was like very serious, and I really liked it. Right. Yes. And it, it also, I also really liked some of the scenes that just showed sort of casual discrimination against gay people. Yes. I love those scenes. I wish those scenes happened Which more. Which ones? Which ones? <laughs> so, of course, uh, Andrew Cunanan. He is. Uh, he is most likely gay. His father claims that he's not gay at all. Right. His father, the first thing when his son calls, he's like, Dad, I'm super upset. He's like, boys don't cry, remember? Boys don't cry. And he's like, sassism pretty hard. Yes. But uh, some of the detectives that are looking for Kanan, they interview some people, a guy in the gay community who presumably is in the grips of AIDS. He has like a lesion on his head. Yeah, it's sad. And he kind of like roasts down. Yeah, he yeah. roasts their ass. Yeah. <laughs> Because I love this. Because yeah. great. he says that like the only reason they care about Andrew Kanan now is because he killed a famous and rich gay guy. Right. And that when he was killing like regular gay guys, nobody gave a shit. Yeah, they weren't upset about it. But that's not really that true. I mean, Kunanan was on the run for three months. Mm. So his murders happened fast, and they were looking for him. He was just being a bitch. But, but it also said on the Wikipedia that he did, like, when he got to Miami, he lived very much out in the open. Really? Yeah, yeah. And the people he killed were in Minnesota originally, and then he went to Miami, and he was just, like, chilling, living it up. He must have been loving it. Yeah, it's probably a fun... Being... On the run and not getting caught is probably did, like pretty invigorating. Did people there know he had killed people in Minneapolis? No, because I think they this guy was alluding to the fact that like this is underreported. When gay men go missing or die, it's not a it's not a story that the news wanted to talk about in 1997. Mm-hmm. You know, so that was Kunanin's like, and Kunanin lived with this guy too, I guess. So how would you guys like try to get out of Boston if you're on the run from the cops? I would do what Ben Affleck, great Bostonian American, did in the town. Where it would dress up like a tea driver and then just drive a tea bus <laughs> over the Charlestown Bridge. Oh, <laughs> I never saw the town. That's interesting. Oh, it's good. I Dude, w- the town is amazing. And I just Even saw. Even your half- escape routes involve buses. Yeah. Man, you're obsessed. <laughs> I saw half of Ted 2 this weekend. 
It's amazing. <laughs> it was funny, dude. Are that you watching these Boston movies because you're getting ready to leave? Yeah, I'm, I'm bringing with me a one DVD of Ted that I'm going to play 24 hours a day. Are you going to... Are you going to go on a uh, balcony, Two Boys in a Balcony? I would love to. If Two Boys in a Balcony will have me on to discuss Ted, I would be Traitor. really That's into a, that. a very bad pod. No, it's a great no. podcast. And jo- Sean Sullivan and Bill McMurrow, they're very funny guys. Go listen to that if you like this. Two Boys in a Balcony. The theme song is especially great. It's just Bill McMurrow going, Two Boys <laughs> in a Balcony. It's so good that it's even better on this podcast. I <laughs> uh, love to plug other podcasts. So podcast. I'm trying to think what else happened in the show because oh. it is sort of him just on the run it's very the the boathouse that he gets into he ends up making a mess of it he shoots it it's sick though it's like how did he have the money for this rent it's an incredible boathouse and i want to say he um, breaks into it i believe i love the fact that it's a boat so it's a vehicle but i'm against the fact that it's a house so (laughs) i'm kind of it's good to live in a vehicle but boathouse i'm not sure do you ever refer to your van as van house uh, (laughs) (laughs) i refer to it as a boathouse when i drive it into the water It's it's amphibious. It's right. amphibious. I thought the uh, what he tries to t- commandeer a boat at one point to go, like take that out, and I thought that was a really poor choice. He should have just got on a dinghy. Yes, and to try and get on a sailboat. Well, is he, a tried horrific to Versa- choice. he tried to get on Versace. He tried to get on Versace's dinghy. That's where this all started. <laughs> <laughs> but Ricky wouldn't have it. Woo! No. And then Ricky he, Ricky takes an overdose at the end. It looks like he kills himself. You know, he eats all these pills. But then I read the Wikipedia. He didn't die from that. So. He's still alive and talking about the show now. But <laughs> but Donatello Versace, she's still... And he's against the message, but he likes that he's portrayed by Ricky Martin. Yes, and <laughs> she said... Do you think he's hooked up with Ricky Martin as a result of this <laughs> show? It could be. He seemed like he was a model. He was an Italian model that was very popular. Oh, so he's hot. Yeah, so really hot guy. And they had a lot of... They were, like, totally in love, apparently. They were together for a very long time and, like, would have gotten married had... It but not been Versace was still getting some on the side. I don't know. I it sounds like this show makes it seem like it, it is possible because it seems like that Versace was like such a well-respected guy that pretty much people just threw them at him. Kind of like Tony Soprano. Tony loved Carmelo, but he was still getting some on the side. Couple gumas. Yeah. Gay ma. Cop. I don't know, but the show it doesn't. There's not a lot to pick off, you know. Like, I'm trying to think what else happened in the show that was interesting. Mm. Why? What? Okay, so he decides to kill himself. I would have just given myself up. Would well, you have given yourself you up? Before you say he decides yourself? to kill himself, we should also mention that he is eventually found by the police. But they don't find him because uh, it's happened across him. Somebody gives him up. Who gave him up? It's got to be the dad. Yeah. Right. The I dad. think the dad probably called the cops to make his situation more favorable. The dad calls some other Filipino guy. Right. He calls like a Filipino fixer. He looks like Stan Lee, the guy. He looks like Filipino <laughs> Stan Lee. Oh, God. And he sends this. He gives this guy the, the, the houseboat address, and the guy goes over there. He sneaks into the house. He has keys, though. That made me think that that no, guy was... No, he the- doesn't have keys. He uses his special technique to knock oh. the lo- deadbolts out of the door. Right. He, and he also... This is an interesting thing, because at one point he goes into the house and Andrew draws the gun on him, but does not shoot. Yeah, yeah. He and- shoots a warning shot. Yeah, he, and the yes. guy runs out of the place, and then that's when the cops get alerted. Right. The cops surround the place. So do you think the dad actually was going to save him? I don't know exactly what happened because he doesn't no. send the cops over there, but he sends this weird guy. Maybe the guy was there to like help him in some way. I don't think. But so. But he did not make that clear. No, he yeah, came he should have been like Andrew. It's me. I'm your dad's buddy. I'm gonna Maybe try and he help you. Maybe he was there to kill Andrew. 
It seemed been. like that. Gun drawn. Right. But you know what? And that would make it easier for him is, to sell the story. It right. is insane to watch. Did you read about what happened to his dad after this? No, I should have gone. I should have clicked on his name. But I, it was getting late, and I was already about three hours into my Wikipedia. What wow. happened? What yeah. happened? No. So what is interesting though is, Kunanin's dad alludes to the fact that some on the television broadcast they allude to the fact that he's got problems in America. He can't come he back. He can't come back to the country through some bad loans or something like that. And um, so it's possible that he gave up. His son. To try and come back to America. Yes, to get the charges reduced at least. That would be interesting and probably a good idea. But he doesn't, nothing really happens. Andrew sends a fire shot. The guy runs out, gets the police, and then Andrew sadly is just sitting in his bed. Dude, emaciated. He, he has a vision of himself. He has a vision. He first of all, he's in the he's in the houseboat and he's watching the celebrity funeral of Gianni Versace. Oh, it's amazing. He gets he, down and prays. Yes, he he is he prostrates on his knees to pray the Lord's prayer with the priest. It's unbelievable. That's my favorite scene. He puts it up on a projector. He yeah they uh, they're singing the song. No, that's somewhere. Uh, yeah yeah. They're singing the song. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. What song? Some they're handle. singing. They're singing. Uh, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall yeah, not yeah. want. I, it's like that prayer, but they sing it for some reason. That's so sad. Do you think? If you killed somebody and they got a public thing, uh, public funeral, would just, you watch it? No, Definitely. I think that's really sick. I think it's Ugh. weird. I think it's very emotionally complex, like right. the scene, because like he probably it seems like from the show he he feels remorse and guilt, but he's also like jealous of the celebrity lifestyle that he wants for himself. Right. He's it's, very mentally ill. It's so much conveyed with so little to me. You know, it's yeah. not a lot of dialogue, a lot of his visual. Right. And I thought it was just incredible. I thought you could almost make this like a silent film. Yeah. And uh, then he he gets into his bed and he puts a gun in his mouth. He sort of sucks on it a little bit. That I think <laughs> that that sexuality of that I think is very on intentional. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then um he shoots his brains out. And it's fucking crazy. I, I don't know. The, the 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 character was not sympathetic to me though cuz you can't kill that many people. No, you can't kill anyone. I no. still had a lot of sympathy for him. Well, I think he's the greatest. Well, we want, I think we should we get him on the you cast. To disavow him right now. <laughs> disavow, redacted. Kunanin's canceled. I'm bro. trying to find his father's name was Modesto Kunanin, but I can't really. Uh, his mother apparently was like very anti-gay. She Damn. was upset about the whole thing, though. Watching the TV news coverage with like a blanket over her head, really right. worried. And Not long after his son's death, Modesto remarried to a Filipino woman. Nice. His current whereabouts and whether he is still alive are unknown. That's Ooh. so crazy that you can be unknown in 2019 where yeah. you are. Yeah, that is spooky. But no, and Kunanin's mom is watching. That'd be a good scary story to tell little gay kids. <laughs> if you don't be good, <laughs> then Modesto Kunanin, Modesto Kunanin is going to come. Uh, he's going to come. <laughs> I don't know what he's going to do. But he's sell your story. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Modesto Kunanin is the anti-gay Santa. <laughs> he's the no. He's like the boogeyman. Yeah. He's the okay, buy. Yeah. He's the buy boogeyman. <laughs> <laughs> no, Kunanin though doesn't. Modesto is bisexual and like he will have sex with men for a while and then woman for a while, but it has to be perfect equilibrium. <laughs> and if one too many people are straight or one too many people is gay, then he flips and he yes, goes nuts. Yes, that's the Kunanin story. But Kunanin's mom at show. one point she's watching the she's watching the news and she's like 
the police break in and he's like, she's like, my son isn't gay. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like he's being accused of murder right now. Yeah, yeah. He's being accused of murder and SWAT is raiding the house that he's <laughs> in. And really what they're focused on is like, the guy's not gay. He ain't no fag. Right, know? right. It shows you how far we've come, you know? I would say... Uh, we haven't maybe. come that far. This yeah. is a recurring thing. There are no gay actors... There are no gay rappers. Like the guy who was acting in the show. There are gay actors. Yeah, I don't know why I said that. <laughs> what they, are we both gay crisis actors? <laughs> <laughs> no, but there are, there are no gay leading men. There's no gay male movie star. That's what people mean. Uh, Rock say. Hudson. There's who a gay Rock movie Hudson? star. Name one though. George Clooney. Oh, this, <laughs> why do you think he married that dog? Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> Neil He's Patrick not Harris. a movie star. He, he was, was in Harold and Kumar. He was in yeah. Gone Girl. He was a supporting actor in Gone Girl. And he got. I yeah. believe the contention is there is no gay. They're too unstable. Man. Rock. The Rock. I <laughs> believe that The Rock is gay, but the argument is The Rock can't be gay publicly. He just had a daughter. Yeah. Clay Aiken has a daughter. What? Yeah. Ricky Clay Martin Aiken has a kid. like <laughs> used like a fifty-year-old woman as a surrogate like two years after American Idol. Interesting. Jesus Christ. All right. Well, let's do um. Let's do a Deepak Chopra. Let's do Deepak, Deepak Chopra. Dude, okay. my Deepak Chopra is easy. The scenery at Lake Como, Italy, is like the most <laughs> beautiful place. I've I ever had seen. the opportunity to go There's there. There's fog over the lake. It's beautiful. And then these Renaissance-era furnished living rooms are gorgeous. I love it. Okay. Uh, my Deepak Chopra moment was uh, was definitely finding out that uh, that actor was Ricky Martin. He does a stellar <laughs> job in the show. You really feel for him. Uh, he j- and it just seems like his life kind of ends in the same way, in, re- in, the same, in a similar way when, when Versace's does. So you see that like the consequences the of violence don't just stop at the uh, original victim, but they spiderweb out across the entire family. And in case of Versace... The entire world. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was gorgeous. <laughs> um, no, yeah, mine is also Ricky Martin because he was he would have gone down in the annals of history as a one hit wonder. Annals of history. <laughs> <laughs> he would have. It is a one hit wonder for some shitty mumble number five she song. She bangs. She bangs. Oh uh, right. And right. really, that's William Hung's song. At this right, point. right. So, <laughs> <laughs> living La Vida Loca is still a pop sensation. Right, but. Upside, I, inside out. Living the vita. Lo- but I do like to see a second act. And as an actor, he was impressive. Yeah, John was Paul's dad doesn't <laughs> think that I am gay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do a role play. Let us do a role play. Um, I'll be Ricky Martin. Okay, okay. I'll be Modesto Cunanan. I'll be um, James Buchanan, President James Buchanan. Okay, sounds great. Uh. I'm told you are one of these homosexuals. Yes, I am. <laughs> I am a homosexual. I was president of the United States from 1857 to 1861. Oh, wow, that's a good story. We could probably make a movie about that in Hollywood, huh? <laughs> not really, because I kind of supported slavery and led the country into <laughs> civil war. So I'm not that popular. Even though I'm gay, I'm wicked racist. So but it's I, a tough place. I've got the story for you. Oh, tell me, young man. You, uh, are you also homosexual? Let me tell you this. I'm w- looking to sell a gay story because right. my gay son, his story, legally we can't profit off it. <laughs> now, Modesto, let me tell you this. <laughs> well, wait a minute, Modesto. <laughs> hey, Modesto, Modesto ex- I was in the middle Ricky's of Ricky's eating a cracker, so let's not <laughs> give a shit what he says. All right, Modesto, I just want to say that the <laughs> oldest gay story there ever is is a couple of men in a room 
getting together, <laughs> not sure if they can be themselves. <laughs> Talking about the outside world and money and selling stories, but they get close. <laughs> and, you know, maybe one of them puts a hand on the other's knee. And Whoa! <laughs> and then they, they cozy up and they Whoa! say, <laughs> it might feel good right Whoa, now. Whoa, Ricky! If oh. someone was... Well, but that's so... <laughs> James, why don't you back off for a second? <laughs> I'm just <laughs> trying to have sex with Modesto, Kunan, and... James, that's not very presidential. Well, I'm not the president anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, why are we stuff to call you Mr. President, then? You have to do that for life. <laughs> oh. Except there's one time you don't have to call me Mr. President. Hey, someone gave you something for life. Maybe you could give me <laughs> something for life. <laughs> What do they call you, Mr. President? Have you heard of bug chasing? People don't do this to me often, but I am a very eager and HIV positive <laughs> sub. <laughs> <laughs> so, so if you want to engage in some dumb <laughs> role play, I would... <laughs> <laughs> Ricky, I'm, I'm out of here, bro. Are you good done with this? Yeah, scene? I'm done. Okay, well, go eat, go go right, finish your crackers. Have fun with James Buchanan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do you give Versace? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I give this show a ten. I g- this was an absolutely flawless series finale. I did not watch the rest of the show, but I felt I didn't have to to identify with the characters. Skillfully made, I give it a 10. I give this a 10 because almost all of the Italians are played by Spanish and <laughs> Latino Americans, yeah. adding credence to the theory that Italians are POC. So <laughs> I like uh, I give the show a 9. No, I give the show an 8. It was gr- it was very interesting to watch, but I was confused as to Kanan's connection to Versace. Okay. All right. Good night, America. Good night.